Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. there everybody and welcome to the sports sports podcast i'm joel anderson and joining us as always is the sports outsider phil ranta i can't help but notice that creepy silence that is uh definitely creepy silence that is because jordan is not here right now what that's why we're the sports sports podcast instead of the sports sports uh, sports no podcast. we're the sports sports podcast no we're the sports sports Oh, that's Podcast. right. We are. Oh, I even, see, I even screwed that up. I know you did. Here's the <laughs> thing. Jordan is totally here right now. He absolutely is. He's just in the other room. You yes. will hear in the subsequent segments Jordan's voice because Jordan is here. Yeah, you can hear We're him just, eating Doritos in his fat face. Yeah. Yeah, he's just he's just he's going to come in in a second. I'll tell you no. what's definitely not happening is not at all that Jordan is out of town tonight and we pre-recorded several segments with jordan only to to put them in an episode no because he'll That's be not. here later absolutely you'll hear his voice and you'll know and sure we're not going to do a news 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 because well, why would we do a news <laughs> yeah. news news but you know what we're getting a little sick of news 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 yeah there's too there's we so just much news need, yeah right leave us alone with all this sporting news it will be back in two weeks but god we need a break i know right Are, is that asking too much from our listening audience no it's like it's like we need a break from ourselves. Right, because the news, news, news is so good, it's exhausting. I don't yeah. think people understand how, how much is tapped for us emotionally. We all news, write news, like news. 70 hours a week to get Absolutely. this podcast. Perfect. The news, news, news segment, that is, I mean, I want to say it's mostly you and I, Phil, who yeah, are writing that. That's uh, true. Yeah, we put a lot of work into that And every then to week. rehearse it so that it sounds like it's improvised ban- banter oh, every God, week. Oh, God, that takes so long. I know, because you're a naturally stilted actor. And for <laughs> it to Absolutely. And for Phil. you to sound like you're naturally coming up with terrible jokes off the top of your head, that's really the tough. The first time we did this interaction, it yeah. was just terrible. Oh, it but sounds, now we're overlapping dialogue? It's oh, yeah. great. It's like oh, yeah. it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Absolutely. It's but flowing now. But we we had to work it. I know. Uh, I'll tell you one thing we are going to do, even what? though Jordan is not here. Yep. Tim Tebow, update, watch, update, alert. New stuff. Tim Tebow, update, watch, update, alert. New stuff brought to you by... Manthouse, fill the rush in your mouth. A new stuff. I'm a little worried. Did that, did he did he fall? No. Nope. Off like a cliff? It sounded like Where he was cheering. Where do they these things? I think he was cheering, and like the microphone started going away from him, like it was zooming out, but a, a microphone or dialing okay. out, panning out, sipping out, <laughs> zip lining out. I honestly have no idea what what the radio term for a dolly out would be. Ha ha! All right, uh, okay, so we have two Tim Tebow stories, so let's hit these really quick here. Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow, absolutely. First of all, Phil, uh, so uh, you must have caught the Monday Night Football game and the the big you know, thing at the end. Nope, I'm a sports outsider, and I oh don't watch sports. Oh, my gosh, that's right. How did I forget that? I yeah. feel like Jordan wouldn't have. But, again, he's in the next room eating Doritos. Yeah. Uh, no, With his okay. fat face. Yeah, so on Monday night, uh, final play of the game, it's the Patriots. Uh, it's Tom Brady, much beloved. Uh, University of Michigan graduate because he was the quarterback <laughs> when I went to University of Michigan. Uh, the freshman year, I think. Freshman uh, and sophomore year? No. Pretty sure. I don't think he was. I think he was. Uh, he was on the team in 90. 
Oh. I think he was. He might 2000, he was on the All right. team. All right. All right, I'll, I'll give it to you. Thank you. I know more about sports <laughs> than Joel. Right. And I'm an outsider. Yep. And Joel's dumb. Fine. Anyway, Tom Brady, uh, pretty boy, NFL favorite, uh, throws a pass, uh, and uh, the, the ref throws the flag. It's into the end zone. The ref throws the flag uh, for pass interference and then picks it up and says no foul. And as it would turn out, uh, the refs have all said since then it was the right call because the pass was underthrown and it was going to land like 10 feet in front of the receiver in question and it wound up getting intercepted. And so the ref said, when a ball is underthrown like that and it's not going to make it to the receiver, if there's pass interference like behind the fact, uh, it's not technically pass interference. I getcha. So right. it's kind of like if a tree falls in the forest. And nobody's around to hear it, then a tree An didn't really fall. excellent analogy, Phil. Uh, thank you, Joel. Uh, yeah, so uh, so they asked NFL official uh, Jim Dapolis, uh, uh, USA Today. Uh, Greek. <laughs> you are correct. Nice. He was asked by Tom Pellicero of USA Today. Uh, Italian. Absolutely. So uh, Jim Dapolis had this to say of, of that particular pass. We as officials have always been taught for a ball to be uncatchable, it has to be clearly out of the field of play or it has to be kind of, I probably shouldn't say this, a Tim Tebow-type pass that lands 15 oh, yards in front of you. Oh, dog. He was dissing on Tebow, totally and Tebow out ain't of the blue, even around. Throws a wicked Tim Tebow uh, smackdown there. I am against bullying. Yeah. that's. I mean, that's an insult to Tom Brady, really. And yeah. it was a kind of bad pass, though I think there is a valid argument that maybe if the guy wasn't being interfered with, he could have gotten back That's to the what I would have argued. Yeah. Uh, and I heard you doing it vociferously just before we started recording. Where I was just like, dang nabbit with the Tom Brady's yep. and the other guy <laughs> in the pudding pop. Absolutely. But we obviously, in this point, we can't go into all of the, the meticulous detail that you cited in your, your, your uh, well, ar- well thought out argument for why that should have been a pass interference call. Ah, yeah. Uh, we're just going to have to move on because we don't have time. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, uh, I'm going to lead. I'm going to read the headline of this next story here. You uh, better. Letter containing Tim Tebow's picture and white powder causes City Hall evacuation. Cocaina. No, I think it was another thing. Oh. Baby powder. Uh, I mean, that, I think that's what it wound up being. But okay. I think they thought it was. Anthrax. That is correct. Yeah. Anthrax. Favorite uh, man. City Hall in New Jersey City, New Jersey. By the, that's got to be one of the worst names for a city hey in, we live in, in jersey city new jersey because yeah. we love jersey hey wear this jersey they they might as yeah like like place where famous people live near the ocean california yeah is is where we are right now right, right? uh evacuated today and that was the 18th uh that's you at home i don't know why I so said, it's it in matter. the past yeah. but it's by today. the time you're listening to this it will have been like almost a week ago but due to a routine tim tebow and athra anthrax scare uh, a letter to Jersey City, City Mayor Stephen Fulop containing white powder and a picture of former New York Jets quarterback Tim Tebow caused the evacuation of City Hall today. And although harmless, it was clearly meant to look like a chemical or biological threat. They went, oh, I got a picture of Tim Tebow. Run! <laughs> right. I'm like, I mean, why Tim Tebow? Why because, is he a part of your anthrax scare? Because he's not just an angel. He's the angel of death. <laughs> Indeed, you're right. And this has been Tim Tebow Update Watch Update Alert. New stuff. Tim Tebow Update Watch Update Alert. New stuff. Brought to you by Mentos. Feel the rush in your mouth. New stuff. I'm calling a sling blade. <laughs> 
that's a, that's hey, a, that's a reference to the the movie. I think that, that was actually Billy Bob Thornton. Oh wow, that. oh oh, he's yeah. doing Mentos ads. Now. He is. That makes sense. Well, good for him. Yeah, they, that the was that was fits. the movie that launched his career. Yeah. People forget he wrote he wrote the script for that. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, was, since we're skipping news, news, news. Yeah. Uh, why don't we bring Jordan in for the other segments and then just boot him out for the outro? Uh, yeah, well, no, let's let Jordan stay for the outro. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure there'll be something. All yeah. right. And there is, I mean, we should mention, I think a lot of our listeners probably already know. I mean, Prince Fielder traded for Ian Kinsler. Uh, it was like last night. Mm. Came out of the blue. I was at like comedy shows. I come home. I'm like, oh, just to pop on to ESPN, see what's going on. And my internet had exploded. I had like six emails from friends. It was all over the Facebooks. This probably doesn't happen to you because your friends aren't as into sports. But no, my friends are more like, oh, did you see what happened in Dungeons and Dragons world? <laughs> yeah. 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 So that's your news, news, news. Yeah. Builder for Kinsler. There you go. All right. What else do we have on the show today? Uh, I believe we have uh, an interview, and this is uh, this is pretty exciting, with a uh, former Nintendo character. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, gl- the boxer Glass Joe. Yes. Glass Joe of yeah. uh, Punch-Out fame is yeah. going to be on here talking Mike about Tyson's punch Mike out. Tyson's Punch-Out. Mike Tyson, uh, who currently is having his own revival because of his apparently very good one-person show. Yeah. Uh, who knew? But, uh, yeah, so Glass Joe's going to be on the show to talk about his return to boxing. Yes. Maybe not such a good idea for Glass Joe. Nah, he, he was, was bad. not too good in his day. He was but bad. he's going to explain to us uh, why he's doing that. Yeah. We have some more uh, verifiable true facts. Ooh, that's Absolutely, fun. Absolutely, yeah. And I think we have a weird sport. You're goddamn right we do. Yeah, we do have a weird sport. All right, let's do it. Verifiable true facts. Like trivia, but not fun. Brought to you by Ritz crackers, probably butter. <laughs> That's a so that was a surprisingly not like they're not selling the crackers at all. No, yeah, they're, they're terrible. The Ritz yeah. probably brother, 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 brother. Verifiable true facts. NBA preview edition. Boston, Ooh. yeah. Boston Celtics new head coach Brad Stevens' parents are rigidly sticking to his Eastern Standard Time Zone bedtime, regardless of Celtics' West Coast road trips. This will require him to leave many Western Conference games at halftime. That doesn't really matter that much, though, will it? What, what do you mean? Well, I mean, we're talking the regular season games, right? Yeah, yeah. As long as they have a waiver for postseason games, I can't imagine it's going to matter. Right, we'll see. Uh, every time a New Orleans Pelicans score is flashed on ESPN, someone you're with will turn to you and ask, who are the Pelicans? <laughs> Wait, who are the Pelicans? We, we yeah. went through this last week, Phil, actually. Okay. After you spend the next 15 minutes explaining the Charlotte Hornets moved to New Orleans and became the New Orleans Hornets, during which Charlotte got an expansion team named the Charlotte Bobcats, and that this season New Orleans changed their team name to the Pelicans, the person will look at you and say, Pelicans is a stupid name. Pelicans <laughs> is a stupid name. <laughs> See? You're right, Jordan. Phil, you, this, is, this is for you. Verifiable true fact. Yeah. The 2013-2014 season will be David Stern's last as acting NBA commissioner. The 2014-2015 season will be the first season of his puppet regime. Adam Silver <laughs> will serve as NBA commissioner, while David Stern will serve as unofficial commissioner of the shadows. <gasps> unofficial commissioner of the shadows. Oh, it makes me think of Batman for two reasons. <laughs> Kobe Bryant recently described his conditioning to return from his Achilles injury as being an odyssey. When a reporter retorted, you mean Iliad, Bryant just sighed and said he will be more of a facilitator this year. (laughs) I got that one because it was about Greek mythology. There we go. 
Why would uh, it be more of an Iliad? Achilles is in the yeah. Iliad, not the Odyssey. Oh, yeah. right. But yeah. the long, arduous journey is the Odyssey. Yeah. The, Joel, you just killed the joke. <laughs> oh, oh you know, but the, the reporter was making it. Yeah. Joke. The, oh, I'm, I'm having problems breathing because Joel sucked the air out of the room. <laughs> During Los Angeles Clippers home games, the Clippers will cover Lakers banners in the Staples Center with posters of their own players and accomplishments. Considered heresy to many, in response, the Los Angeles Lakers killed Billy Crystal and Frankie Muniz. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's, I, I wondered where Frankie Muniz was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, where are they going to find that many posters? Oh, they, they made them. They made them. They put okay. their whole team on posters. But didn't you say they have to put Clippers accomplishments on them? That's one poster. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if they're going to come up with that many. Uh, to support their lavish lifestyle, Lamar Odom's husband, Khloe Kardashian, will take his spot on the Clippers as an off-the-bench player. In preseason games, Kardashian averaged two blocks and seven boards in limited playing time. Hey, good, good yeah. for her. Him. Uh, <laughs> and in a players-only meeting before the season, the Miami Heat decided to play 15 randomly selected games under the influence of bath salts, <laughs> just to keep things interesting. <laughs> I'd watch that. <laughs> Went 10-5 in those games. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we, uh... Verifiable true facts. Like trivia, but not fun. Brought to you by... Ritz Crackers at the store. Joining us now in the studio is the world-famous boxer uh, from the Nintendo video game Mike Tyson Punch-Out, Glass Joe. Yeah, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. Glass Joe, I gotta say, among 8-bit boxers, you are... The, the worst. Uh, yeah, I was the... I was, Little Mac fought me in the first round. The year was 1986. Little Mac was a guy. He was about a third my size. He had to jump to hit me in the face. I thought, you know what? This might be my chance. I was 99 and 1. I was... Uh, or it's 1 and 99. I'm sorry. I took a lot of punches to that. I didn't win very much. <laughs> no, you didn't. And I said to my manager, I turned to him and I said, I'm too... This is my last match. I'm too old for fighting. I looked at it, and then I went in, I gave it my all, I got knocked out. I had to retire. Yeah. Uh, that's interesting. So you, you finished your career 1 in 100. Yep. Uh, you are clearly a very advanced age, and yet y- the reason you're in your show is because you were challenging Vladimir Klitschko. I'm making the comeback. Why I'm would, coming back against Vladimir Klitschko. If you were too old to fight then... You've only aged since then. Yeah. If you were How? too old at some point in the past, you can't be anything but too old now. Your that, jaw is only glassier. Have you ever seen the, the movie Rocky Balboa starring Rocky Balboa? <laughs> I believe it's starring Sylvester, Sylvester, Sylvester Stallone. Stallone. He was Rocky Balboa. He was fighting Little Mac. Right. And he was very old, and Little Mac was a computer guy or something. He was very strong. He was not, not a computer. And then he, Rocky came back, and he won the respect of his child, and he fought, he fought valiantly and wins. No, he, he this loses. Is, this is Ro- Ro- Rocky Six. This is Rocky yeah. called Rocky Balboa. Yeah, no, I, I remember. I saw it. Okay. He's, he's a it's big It's the second-best Rocky movie. <laughs> is it, it really? Very, it's much, very but... good, and it made me say, you know what? I, time to get off, get back off that couch, stop watching the daytime judge shows. That, uh, and, uh, it was I, fictional. It's Joe. a fictional movie. It was, and, and that, it was very inspirational. And, and Sylvester Stallone did, just did a bunch of steroids to get into shape because yeah. he was too old to even, to even be boxing. You look emaciated. Yeah, I, you're I, not in good shape at all. No, I was. I'll say this: you're not. clearly clean. No one would accuse you of taking steroids right it's now. True. Joe. I, I mean, I tried to come back for uh, the Punch Out game for the Nintendo Wii, 
Except then they ended up having to put somebody else in there with my name who was French. I was very insulted. <laughs> No, I'm very replaced by, that that, by that is probably the most insulting and thing that can happen. I did, to and I, I was watching it. I said, uh, "Make it quick! I want to retire." That, that was it for me, right? But I didn't. Well, I'm back, you, and I'm really... going to fight this Vladimir gentleman, and I'm going to punch him in the face until he's the a time heavyweight when he champion. He's way above your yeah. weight. It's a terrible. Have idea. you ever fought King Hippo? No, no. King Hippo is a guy from places unknown who has a bandage over his belly button. <laughs> He was the person who beat me so mercilessly that I got the name Glass Joe because I literally shattered into 30 pieces. I uh, I was like a baseball going through a window, except that window was my face and eyeballs. But I did not win that. Little Mac went on to win that. Have yeah. you have you ever fought Soda Popinski? Uh, no, no. I'm, I'm aware of him. I know yeah. of him. Soda Popinski, he drank alcohol, and they called it Soda Pop for the children. <laughs> he was a big drunk Russian. He he beat me so badly that uh, they had to collect my blood inside of the Soda Pop, and then they had to pour it back through my mouth where I swallowed it and recirculated through my system. <laughs> That's not at all how that works. That's not science. That's yeah. not science, but you know what? It worked, and I'm still here today to fight Vladimir Klitschko. That's... I, I cannot express to you what a terrible idea this is. What? Vladimir Klitschko is an enormous Have man. Have you watched that new movie where Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone are in the jail and they escape? It's called The Escape Plan. Has that even come out yet? It's out I in the theaters. It. it was a wonderful movie. It was very <clears throat> inspirational. I said if they, at their advanced age like me, could escape from a super prison. Both much younger than you. Yeah, they're both much younger than me, but they were, they're were they still on their way out. They've been punched in the face almost as much as me. And the super prison, that's a huge, that's big adversity there. It's how, very, do you, how do you get out of a super prison? They all have people in eyes wide shut masks with billy clubs and electricity. <laughs> and uh, if they can escape from that prison, then I could certainly beat Vladimir Klitschko until the time when his blood has to be collected in a liquor bottle. Well, how how would you how how would you, what would be your plan? What is I've your got fight strategies. Plan? What well, what are they? Well, the strategy that I used to do uh, back then is first I look at him and I say, "Do I have time to take a nap before the fight?" I meant this it is halfway. to this is to 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 lull them into submission to psych them out. Weak. But mostly, I was very sleepy during that time in my life. And then as I line up, I go watch the jaw. What? Don't hit my jaw. And that makes him think, oh, maybe I should hit him in the jaw. But my fists are up by my chin to protect it. What I didn't realize at the time is that left my stomach very open to, <laughs> to fighters like Little Mac, who were way shorter than me, a third my size, to punch me in the stomach mercilessly. But every once in a while, I have this fighting style where I take a jump back and I quack like a duck twice. What? Why would yep. you do that? How is that effective? I go, wah, wah. And then I jump, then I jump in. At which time, if I don't get punched in the face immediately, because if I do, I, I am immediately knocked out. <laughs> but if I don't, then I, I throw a barrage of one uppercut. If dodged, <laughs> I get punched in the face and I'm also knocked out. But if I connect, I easily take away a sixth of their life. Uh, the, their life? So if I do it six times and I don't get either punched in the gut before that... Or they don't punch me immediately upon quacking. Like, this seems like an awfully predictable fighting style. I did not have a good record, <laughs> but I'm going to hone my craft, and maybe I'll make it so that my uppercut punch takes away closer to a third of their life. <laughs> maybe. So then you think, you, so you think if you can get three open hits on Vladimir Klitschko, you think you have a chance? Is that what you're telling me? I as, think as that long I have as a Vladimir chance Kl as long as that rat Mario is not our referee, <laughs> because he was very unfair to me during my 100 <laughs> matches. 
he would hold the I don't people's think you hands. Should call in the him air. a rat. Some people might interpret that. No, as he's you. A, he was a dirty wop rat. <laughs> and I wish that a little before. Goomba would eat his ankles until the time for which he is dead. <laughs> but that's yes, I I am challenging this. You've heard it first on here on your sports 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 podcast that <laughs> Vladimir in there. Vladimir Klutchko is going down by my fists. Okay, that's uh, I only know how to throw a right hook. Did I mention that? <laughs> Did I you say uppercut? It's a it's a hooky kind of uppercut. It does not have good form. So you don't, you don't have like any combos? A, you might need some punching combos to take on Vladimir Klitschko. Did I tell you about champion? the time I fought Piston Honda? He's a Japanese stereotype who punches quickly like a couple of engine pistons. I just wanted to bring that up because I the inherent racism from back when I boxed. It was a different okay. it was a different time there. It was a different time. Well, Don Flamenco Flamenco danced. He still beat me mercilessly. <laughs> Well, um, is there anything we can do or say to you that would get you not to, to do this? Because I think Vladimir Klitschko will kill you. We'd like to talk you out of this. Yeah. Well, do I have time to take a nap before I decide whether or not to fight him? Yeah. Hi, distracted you. Quack, quack. <laughs> oh, ha <laughs> 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 A third of your life is now gone. No, I could probably take five more of those. Oh, really? Yeah. I've got some drain in the Back room. to the gym. I think I broke my fist. <laughs> All right. Well, it's been, it's been wonderful having you on, Glass Joe. I'm going to go take a nap. For you, the listeners of Sports, Sports, Sports Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I personally recommend a wonderful book called The Hunger Games by Suzanne Collins. Joel saw the movie. He said that it was okay. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork for your free audiobook. And now it's time for another Weird Sports! This week's weird sport, the Isthmian Games. The Isthmian Games. This sounds like you're picking on people with speech impediments, Phil. The Isthmian Games. I-S-T-H-M-I-A-N. Isthmian Games. Presumably they take place on an isthmus. Isthmus. I'm with Phil. I don't know how to pronounce that. The Isthmius Games, or Isthmia was one of the Panhellenic games of ancient Greece and was named after the Isthmus of Corinth where they were held. Wow. I assumed either Panama or Suez. Those are your two. Those are your two. You want an Isthmus. (laughs) That's where you're thinking, but this was ancient Greece. Those are your most famous Ithmi. Right. (laughs) As with the Nemean games, the Isthmian games were held both the year before and the year after the Olympic games in the second and fourth years of the Olympiad. Well, the Pythian Games were held in the third year of the Olympiad cycle. So if they would have kept this going, then we'd have a little something to watch when the Olympics We'd have, on. instead of the, we'd have the Olympian Games every four years, we'd have the Isthmian Games also every four years. Yep. And what was the other one? The Pythian Games. Pythian Games. So, yeah. so tell us a little bit more about the Isthmian Games and what might we be viewing if we were... If they were to exist today. Great question, Jordan. The games were <laughs> reputed to have originated as funeral games for Melisertes, also known as Pelamion, instituted by Sisyphus, a legendary founder and king of Corinth who right. discovered the dead body and buried it subsequently in the Isthmus. In Roman times, 
Melek Certes uh, was wor- wor- worshipped in the region. Sisyphus, then also legendary for supposedly arriving in Hades and being forced to push a rock up a hill. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, I don't slip from his grasp yeah. and roll down the hill as soon as he got close to the Because he top. was in Tartarus, the bad part of Hades. Yes. Yeah. Subsequently, and that's the, the phrase Sisyphean task, mm-hmm. is is this guy. Because it's I, pointless. Yeah. Because uh, you can't get the because the rock slips away at the last second before you get it all the way up there. I did not I know he did anything else you explained of it the first time. Yeah. Had right. a hard time with that. Well, that's no, because he gets close dumb. to the top, Jordan. And then the ball, the boulder keeps rolling back down the hill. Uh, and yeah. then rolls up the other side. It's kind of yeah. like when you play shoots and ladders. You make your way up to the top, and then you hit a shoot, and you're like, oh. I always say this is a shoots and lattery in task. That's, that's, <laughs> that makes sense. that's true. You do always say that. <laughs> Theseus, legendary king of Athens, expanded Melisertes' funeral games from a closed nightly rite into a fully fledged athletic games events, which was dedicated to Poseidon. Uh, open Theseus, all Greeks. slayer of the Minotaur. Yeah, and also seller outer of these perfectly good funeral games. <laughs> <laughs> he totally made what, himself. What out. are these funeral games? Uh, you you want to hear about history well, anymore? Oh, sorry. Well, I'm sorry. I wasn't. I wasn't geeking hey, listen, out over the strappy sandals and yogurt don't sell themselves, Phil. Well, I can go over the the contest that happened. I want to know what the actual sport is. I, I guess. I mean, it's it's a it's a form of Olympics. Like there's uh, a series just of, the Olympics. I believe, but it there's was, different yeah. events than the Olympics. Yeah, like minotaur killing more, and uh, and rock climbing. Are we casting <laughs> lots for people's yeah. clothing. Yeah. I will, I will go we, back to. It's are kind we of, flipping a coin for something at the funeral luncheon? It's kind of like if you were to look back at our culture today, saying that Christmas is the same as a birthday. Okay. Um, the birthday is more about uh, keeping it local, keeping it about you. Christmas is all about worshiping a guy in a Santa suit. Right. <laughs> so uh, this one was more about Greek life and Greek culture. Oh. So some of the games included chariot races. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty awesome. You don't ben see that. Ben heard of them. Oh, God. I hate you. <laughs> uh, Pankration or Pankradion, the one that we went over that one time. It was one of those fight the Greek thing. We, oh, it was we like Greek it. It was combat of some yeah. sort. Uh, wrestling, of course. <laughs> they did a lot of wrestling. They did in the nude back then. Yeah. It was practically sex. Uh, musical. I wonder if that was one way to, to win. Like, oh, man, this isn't going well. Yeah. I'm going to uh, have to try and fuck him, see if I can throw poked. his game off. Yeah. <laughs> when they get poked. Uh, musical and poetic contests. Uh, in which there's evidence that women were allowed to compete. Oh, so they had, like, gymnastics and diving back then, too. Yeah, it was kind of like the ribbon <laughs> thing. Yeah, totally. Uh, and, of course, boxing. Oh, yeah. Uh, famously, uh, Cleomachus of Thebes won both wrestling, or won wrestling, boxing, and Pankration. Oddly, in, in each the of same those, day. he won by fucking his, uh, his <laughs> Right, exactly. Yeah, he won opponent. all three in the same day. Can you imagine? Like, what if Evander Holyfield box somebody and then he had to wrestle somebody and then he also had to play a combat game depending on the competition i mean like if you if you tell me that there's three different forms of combat sports and evander holyfield's in the competition i would not necessarily be surprised if he won all of them uh let me tell you this this game means a little bit more than just games there was actually a great war that was happening between athens and corinth in 412 bc before the games began, a truce was declared between Corinth uh, by Corinth uh, to grant athletes safe passage through Greece so that they could play the games. That's very. That's they very stopped nice. a war. 
Maybe it wasn't that serious of a war, though. People like to say that all the time. But what if it was just sort of like, oh, this war really isn't that important to us? What if the what? But maybe it was the sports that made them realize the war wasn't that important to them. Yeah, <laughs> like they said, I really want to see these guys wrestle and maybe fuck. Do we really need this war? <laughs> right. Instead, they wanted to pull down their little uh, their their groin cloths and have a good wank while watching a couple <laughs> men have sex. <laughs> and that brings them to another. Citizens of Podcast Town, uh, thanks for listening to another sports, sports, sports podcast. I see. I actually did Jordan's there because I'm so used to. Well, you did the Jordan intro. I did the Jordan intro, and then right into the... someone had to do the intro. Yeah. Might as well be you. Yeah, Jordan stepped back out. Said he had to leave. He said I have to leave early. Yes, it he's definitely off. been here the whole time. He was here. He did. You, you heard know, him. You heard him in the verifiable true facts. Yeah. You heard him in the. He was in the room that George, uh, that Phil and I are in right now, speaking with us very recently. But now he's not. Yeah. He had a lot of opinions on, you know, shakeups at improv theaters and, and, and all that sort of sure. stuff. Sure. But he, now he's, he left early. Phil, why don't you give us our contact information? You can email us at <laughs> sports, sports, sports podcast at gmail.com. That's sports, sports, sports podcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at sports, the number three podcast. That's at sports, the number three podcast podcast you can find us on facebook by searching sports 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 podcast your little top bar thingy you can find us on stitcher radio download the stitcher app today at stitcher.com and search sports 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 podcast you can find us on youtube by going to youtube.com slash comedy podnet that's youtube.com slash comedy podnet while you're there give us a little subscribe uh you can find us on itunes by searching sports the number three space podcast that's sports the number three space podcast while you're there please write and review it really helps out the show and you can find all of our back episodes at ComedyPodcastNetwork.com. Oh, oh, uh, Jordan's coming back. Jordan's oh, coming back Jordan. Hey, Jordan, what's up? Lights off. You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.